Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. How is everybody doing out there in the world? In the cloud. In the cloud? What do you mean by that? Just, well, I don't, do we put these in the cloud? It's on the internet, so if that counts as the cloud, then I guess so. I don't know what all goes into the cloud. I don't either, uh, but I think you're right on this one. A podcast would go kind of into the cloud because it's it's out there on the internet, right? uh, And that's a cloud, right? I guess cloud of internet. I don't I don't know exactly what is and isn't. We don't know a lot about really anything, and that's that's why we have this podcast. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pitt, and we have a topic today that if you clicked on this episode. You are passionate about this. You love to go to these places. And, mm-hmm. and for those that are listening and they're like, why don't you just go ahead and say it? DJ, we never say the topic thing. before the topic transition music no, plays. Not on purpose. Do you think people are upset by that? Or is that just something that uh, people have kind of come to know if they've listened to our show for you know, a while? If, if that upsets you, you've got other problems. Mm. Yeah, there's bigger issues. Great way to put it. And hey, let's go ahead and talk about uh, your absence last week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to get into all the all the things that that happened. Yeah. Um, but no. Of course, we were fired up. Episode two hundred, mm-hmm. a big milestone. Yeah. You were like, hey, let's let's go after it. Let's get these next two hundred. Uh-huh. Uh We were together on the two hundred and first episode, but that was mainly driven by Jeff Bidwell and Ed, Ed Marlowe, right. uh, which was a fun. great episode. If you're Very interested fun. about yeah. Murray State, you need to go back and listen to that one mm-hmm. last week. Isaac. Filled in. We talked about NFTs. Yeah, I saw the topic on that one, and uh, you know, had some other stuff going on. And uh, Curtis was scheduled to be here. Right, right. So I just said, you know, I'm 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 gonna sit this one out. Uh, wasn't too sure about that topic. Don't have a whole lot of info on that. For for those that are listening and wondering why you and Curtis can't uh, make bygones be bygones, what's holding you back? I mean, what's what's the deal? Can't you guys just sit down and talk it out? I, I don't know that there is ever a peace treaty that will be made there. Okay. Um, you know, I, I hit my boiling point, mm-hmm. and uh, for whatever reason, the heat has just stayed on. Right. Right. But but last week, you were at Disney World. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Not, not, I mean, you, you said all those things, but in all reality, and you told me those things, but then I saw on your social media, mm-hmm. you, actually, you might not even post anything because you're trying to keep it a secret, but you accidentally sent me a Snapchat uh, of you at Disney World, yeah, so I hope yeah. you had a good time. Um, but now we're back. Me and Mickey, yeah, and the, partying it up, man. Mm, I, I'm, no a, party I'm a, like a Mickey party. I'm a big fan of Disney World. We need to talk about that one Absolutely. of these days, or just the whole whole. We could just talk about Disney, and I think that, that would, be, would that if you're if you're just wanting to talk about Disney, that I don't know that that's a one parter. It'd be think, a popular episode, yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll put that down on the list. Uh, of course, don't have Curtis today because it's just you and I. Right. Since you're here. Uh, it just to just to be very open for just a second and transparent. It makes our our job, specifically my job, harder mm-hmm. when Curtis isn't here. Right. So I just want to put that out there. I for tried you to get consider. Mikey, you know, Mike, Mikey, uncle, your uncle, Mikey? yeah, uncle Mikey, and uh, didn't didn't work out. So not to be confused with Mickey, whom you were right. at Disney no, no, World no, no, with. No, no, no. Uncle Mikey yeah. uh, is the guy that's filled in a couple of times for Curtis. Yeah, one of those things where you try to give a guy a chance, has, and it just goes sour. He has other obligations. He, right. he owns that gravel company, am I right? Yeah. Okay, lots yeah. of rocks. The rock mm-hmm. business. How yeah. is how is Big Rock doing? Um, the, the business as a whole is what I'm asking. You know, it's, it doesn't fluctuate a whole lot. Not a, not a, not a whole lot of up and down. Uh, but he, I, I would say that he, he he is killing it. He is, he's a rock, rock how, star. How much do you think, uh, let's just say... Uh, 
60 by 80 yard parking lot would cost to pave jeez man i I mean it could cost you anywhere from a 60 by 80 yard parking lot Mm -hmm. to pave yes well to pave i'm I'm not sure uh if you wanted to put uh, the big rock down uh from his business i mean it kind of depends on the layout uh 60 by 80 yards could cost you anywhere from like 10 grand to yeah probably six hundred and fifty thousand. I, that's that's a wide you know range but you're right you yeah, never know and, and when with the the supply chain shortage and that's things right. like that that's, right. that that's definitely the what's case what's the uh what's the inflation inflation mm-hmm. inflation does a lot depends inflation. on inflation yeah yeah uh, i asked because of course we're looking into uh maybe expanding uh on the studio size mm-hmm. um and if we do that we we are here at all you need to know uh, our studio is is, is growing uh, not in in financial uh, in the financial aspect of business, no. but uh, especially in the heart of all you need to know. We're we're growing every day. Um, we're considering opening up uh, what basically you would call an amphitheater, uh, but indoors. So right. it's not an amphitheater no, because the all. definition of an amphitheater is it's going to be is outdoors. outdoors. Yeah. But just imagine an amphitheater that's closed in. Uh, so I guess you could just a say theater. a theater. Yeah. Um, we we are thinking about buying one of those uh, or, or building one of those. And we would, of course, need a parking lot big enough for thousands of people to come and and watch us do our show live. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that at a, at a later point because that's it's it, it seems like it's far off in the distance, but I think that 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 next step could happen pretty quickly. Right. Um, but for our next step right now, DJ, we're just going to talk about today's topic. People clicked on this episode; they want to hear about it, and they especially want to hear about what we have to say together. And we're going to give so it. So let's go ahead and dive right in. This is episode 203, today's topic, Mexican restaurants. This is a great topic because DJ and I, in order to do proper research, just went and ate at three different Mexican restaurants. Um, Here in Murray, Kentucky, uh, which we're going to get into some you know, some of the things about Mexican restaurants and Mexican food and, and what have you and, and so on. But here in Murray, Kentucky, where we currently are uh, recording mm-hmm. uh, at the studio. Ooh, I shouldn't have said that because don't, we don't want people to know where the studio is. They know. It's not, our studio is what not in Murray. Do? It's not in Murray, Kentucky. But no. we went and ate at the three Mexican restaurants that we have uh, available here mm-hmm. in Murray, Kentucky, which is Los Portales, mm-hmm. Don Sol, mm-hmm. and La Cocina, which... I have taken two years of Spanish, uh, and that was back in high school. I know that La Cocina means the kitchen. Does it? Los Portales, do you know what that means? No. I don't either. I think it means the restaurant. Does it really? I think Los Portales means the restaurant. And then Don Sol. No idea. Uh, I'm not sure. I think that's a character off of a... Of, of, like a cartoon of some sort? Yeah, or? like a Mexican... Uh, I wouldn't know. What, what is or, it for? Sitcom. It could be just a name. The, the practicality of Mexican restaurants and how they are named, um, I think, are, 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 are very much to be admired. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, why not just name it? Hey, this is the restaurant. Yeah. Hey, this well, is there was, the kitchen. There, I think it has shut down within the last five years. But in, uh, in Sedalia, there used to be a restaurant called The Restaurant. Mm. And people just say, hey, where do you want to go for dinner? Let's go to The Restaurant. Let's go. I, I was told by someone recently that they had a bar in their town called The Library. 
And so that you could fantastic. say, I think we should start doing that mm -hmm. more. You could say, Hey honey, uh, I'm going to go down to the library for a little bit yeah. and, uh, and just ha hang out and study some, uh, yeah. Some books. Yeah. And she'd be like, Oh, that's great, honey. I'm mm -hmm. I am so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Because you have really struggled with your alcoholism and I'm proud that you're instead going out on a Saturday night to uh the library. And right. then of course the guy would say, Yeah, you know me, just yeah. working on just every day I get a little bit better. Like the Beatles said. That's what that uh, you got that scene in uh Step Brothers where uh Robert the the stepfather mm -hmm. in that case um, comes back. He he was gone from the house. Had to get away for a little bit and come back. And then the wife says, "Where are you? Where were you?" And I went down to the cheesecake factory for a little bit. Yeah. And she says, "Well, you do smell like scotch and cheesecake." So maybe he came back mm -hmm. smelling like beer and books. Who knows? Because that was more of a hypothetical story. Right. But well, maybe we'll come back to that. Maybe we could circle back to that at, at the end. But. We're talking about Mexican restaurants, and I think the way that we just described it and opened this episode up, a lot of people can relate to that because it seems like every town, uh, whether you're in a big city, big cities, of course, are going to have a lot more uh, different cultural cu cuisines that you can go and try. But right. it seems like, for the most part, if you're driving through any part of the country, every town has at least two or three Mexican restaurants. Mm -hmm. Now, whenever we say... Mexican restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's it's not. I don't think what you would consider authentic Mexican. It's, it's very more. It's more American. of an American take on Mexican food. Yes. Um, but it it is it is good. Let's let's go ahead and talk about Mexican restaurants in general. The food you can order. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, DJ and I went to every restaurant and ate at a full meal. So I'm, we are miserable. I am sweating. Yes. It's a, it's some version of the meat sweats, but it's like a Mexican take on meat sweats. Mm -hmm. A couple of bathroom breaks by both of us already. Oh, uh, dude. It's been brutal here. One at after the, each uh, visit. Yeah, it's been brutal here at the AY and 2K studio. Uh, the bathroom is, is horrendous. Mm. Uh, we blocked it off. One could say DEFCON 5. Shut the door and stuff a towel at the crack mm -hmm. just to try to keep the fumes in. Which were, you, the crack of the door. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Um, but yeah, so we, we went and did some what you could call research, air quotations. And I think you can, we can go ahead and say that every town has two or three Mexican restaurants. And I think that for the most part, everyone has one like one that's their favorite, mm -hmm. uh, maybe one that's cheaper. Uh, the, the, the three restaurants are not all the same in your hometown. No. They offer different advantages and disadvantages. Yep. Let's go ahead and talk about what differentiates Mexican restaurants. Of course, the food and the service, uh, yeah. but I think everyone can agree on this. And you go ahead and say what you're about to say. I think we're on the same page. But I, the the way that I make my decision on which Mexican restaurant that I'm going to go to on any given day, uh, all depends on what I'm craving as far as the chips and cheese. Mm. It's the chips it, and salsa, chips and cheese. Yes, the uh, quality I, of that, yeah. that appetizer before the meal, yeah. uh, that is commonplace in any Mexican restaurant that you go to. Yep. That is the driving force behind who has the better Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I solely judge my favorite Mexican restaurants based on their chips and salsa. Mm -hmm. There is one in Murray that I don't think has very good chips and salsa at all. Some right. people like the food there, but. Hey, they don't have good chips and salsa. I'm not going. They've are you got a, a are you a thin chip person or a thick chip person? Here's where it gets a little a little furry, a little yeah. uh, tricky. Yeah. All right, I like a thin 
cantina style chip. What does the cantina style mean? What comes with the cantina? It's style? thin. Okay, so I a think. thin chip. Yeah, a thin chip. I like a good thin cantina style chip, but I also like a good thick. You know, you can tell it's a baked tortilla kind of chip. Yeah. Right. But a lot of it depends on the flavor, the crunch, the size. Mm-hmm. There, are, I mean, we could we could have just talked about chips and salsa we, uh, for, the, for this could. this episode, but I'll, I'll try not to uh, get up on my soapbox and talk about all of these different chips and salsas and things like that. But I think I'm a I'm a thin chip kind of guy if the salsa is a little bit more runny, but I'm a thick chip kind of guy if the salsa is on the chunkier side. Otherwise, you lose your chips in the salsa. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah, no, that's that perfectly sense? logical. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't know that I really have a preference uh, on either one of with thick chip or thin chip. Um, I don't want my salsa to taste more like tomato paste or tomato sauce. Which happens. Which does happen at times. Um, I, I also don't want it to be so spicy that we can't enjoy the chips and salsa sure uh but you know a lot of times i get chips and cheese anyway and i go for both so that doesn't really i don't know i'm a chips so you're the, you're the type of guy chips you got at me you're the type of guy that you're willing to to hand over the three or four dollars for that bowl of cheese yeah at the mexican restaurant yeah the the what we used to refer to as goat cheese goat cheese yeah and for whatever reason it, that was apparently like a kid term is the goat cheese and we move on and as we get into adulthood it becomes queso queso or uh there, i think there's a couple other names for it yeah um that good good, good that good good yeah uh, can i get a bo- can i get a bowl of that good good they come right back with a queso or every a thing, time you know queso big yeah. cup of queso but yeah i I like the fact that, of course, anytime you go to a Mexican restaurant, the chips and salsa, complimentary, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, how about that? And we've talked about that. We, we, we had that discussion with the appetizer episode. Of course, with the cheese, the queso, that's not usually complimentary. No. There might be some rare exceptions, but yeah. for the most part, you're paying for the queso to that's go right. with your chips. I am the type of person that always never orders the queso. Or the goat cheese, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Maybe it's called the goat cheese because it's the greatest of all time. Maybe it's not from a goat. If so, that was well before its time. Mm-hmm. Because we were calling it goat cheese when I was very young. Yeah. And I didn't start hearing the term goat. In, Probably in, a couple, five, ten years ago. Yeah. Goat. Yeah. Goat conversations started happening. I I never order the queso, but then I always regret that I didn't. Because, I mean, if you get tacos, if you get a, a burrito, one of my favorites, a good chimichanga. Chimichanga, is, I, here's the thing, and this is going to blow your mind. Sure. I'm ready to be blown. In my mind, of course. Right, 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 right. I don't know that I have ever had a chimichanga. Wow. It's but just a fry burrito. I love saying the word chimichanga. Chimichanga. Ah. Uh, I don't even, is that... It's a fun word is to it say. Actually, does it mean something in English or is chimichanga a made-up word? Is it even a, like a Spanish word? I believe so. Um, and if I had to take a rough stab at it, I would just assume that it means fried burrito. How do you get how do you get chimichanga for that though? Instead of just the Spanish word for fried and then now, burrito. Don't hold me to this, um, but this is what I've heard. So, whenever I was a kid, I asked the exact same question. I was told that oftentimes different things or, or places or objects are named by or after the person that created it. So 
from my rough recollection, I believe that the inventor of the chimichanga, his name was Chimichanga. Okay. So and he so, just threw them both together. Of course, you want to go down in an all-time you know, history book as the person that created the chimichanga. Gosh, yes. Um, imagine if it was, instead of the chimichanga, it was like Bert, the Burt Russell. Yeah. Like that, that that doesn't have the same ring Can to I it. Can I get a Burt Russell? Yeah. It, instead, it's a that chimichanga. That sounds dirty. Asking if you can have a Burt Russell, that sounds dirty. Or a possibly a mixed drink at a bar. Like, uh, give me the Burt Russell. It's maybe like a... Okay. It's like a... a, a That's a definitely rare, like a Scotch Neat. Yeah. A Burt I was going to say maybe a different take on, you know, an old-fashioned. Yeah. It's a Burt Russell. Yeah. So, like, they add something in or take something out. I see where you're going. I'm but picking up what you're From what out. I understand, the chimichanga, if it's not, of course, a Spanish word for uh, something or describing, of course, what it is, which mm-hmm. is a fried burrito deep fried deep I just fried. looked it up yeah um it, it it is named after chimichanga yeah i bet that's right yeah i it's still it's just a fantastic word to say mm-hmm. it's fun up there with chimichanga up there with bubbles bubbles is always fun to bubbles say is really good i've always enjoyed a lot of people hate it i've always enjoyed the word moist no you don't like moist uh-uh i don't know I'm not one of those people that are made uncomfortable by it, but I don't think that's a fun word to say. I don't all. know. I mean, that maybe was the, the joy that we I get having. in, maybe the joy that I get out of it of saying the word moist is the part that makes some people uncomfortable. Mm, I don't know why I could see that. it makes. I could see that. But we're talking a little bit about the different meals that you can order at a Mexican restaurant. We, we we're scratching the surface level. Let's make sure to do the audience justice on this topic and Take get our in fork and really dig yeah, in. Yeah, get into some of those those different men, menu items that yeah. Mexican restaurants are known for. Mm-hmm. Um, you always get course, the chicken strip, chicken strips and fries. Yeah, for the for the kiddos and that just aren't ready for that spicy food. No, I think I think I don't know. I just want to drop kick a kid every time you order a cheeseburger or a hamburger. Yeah, yeah oh just, god, get this kid out of here. I mean, teach the kids some. I know this ethics. sounds bad, and this this could be taken the wrong way, but. Any public establishment should just have some sort of small box or room where you can just shove your kid in there and just enjoy yourself and then pick them up after. I think that bringing a child under the age of, I'm going to say under the age of five, into a, a public restaurant, I think it should be prohibited completely. Mm-hmm. But uh, you if can't. You have, if you, ha- you, you make the choice to have a child, which I one day plan to have... A couple of my own, mm-hmm. and I would abide by this law because I understand. Don't don't bring your zero to four year old in a public restaurant to cause, just just wreak havoc, just be loud, just to crumple chips and other foods throw into them. the floor, throwing stuff, spill spill their drink, yeah, four or five times I'm in on one a sitting. date here. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. You're trying to put the moves on I'm her. Trying to, how, how as Bob put, Seger once said, I'm trying. I'm working on my night moves here. Mm-hmm. Bob Seger said it very well. Yeah. And night moves, I and, and I don't want that to be taken the wrong way. I don't want someone that you know has a kid or or is pl- planning on having I kids or passionate children. about children. Yeah. I love I love kids too in the appropriate way. You know, right, I don't want right, to say right, I right. love kids and people take it the wrong way. Uh, as in, I I think that they are our future and they deserve respect, but. If you're going out to a restaurant, if you're going to a movie, if you're getting on an airplane, figure out a different way for your kid to get there. 
or or hang out somewhere else. But like, it's hard to le- you can't leave a, a, a five year old at home by themselves. Give the kid an Ambien and stick him on carry on. Uh, I mean, let's go ahead and, and veer off in a different direction. Let's talk about those Mexican dishes that we are about to discuss. Um, let's go ahead and just r- rattle some off because I think people that are listening, whether they're walking around with headphones in or in is their this car, fast pace? it could be. It could be like. You After say one, three I say Mexican one. lunches, I don't know that I can really move at a quick pace right mm-hmm. now. I, I can't either. I'm stuffed. I feel terrible. And I need to go to the bathroom. Lord. I have to I look. <laughs> I have to right now. And, I, and I've already at least four or five times. And it's gotten to the point where I'm not sure if I need to go to the hospital or not. But we need to get this podcast done, so I just wanted to make sure that we powered through it. But anyways, let's go ahead and try to do some call and response and see if we can get through this. Uh, there are some classics that we'll hit. Um, there are some classics that we will not hit because right. there's so many options at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. But I'll go ahead and and, and, and pop off here, and, and mm. I'll, I'll go and say tacos. Uh, classic. Yeah, classic. Hard shell, soft shell. Uh, could be steak, beef, chicken, if anything. You, if you go to a Mexican restaurant and you order hard shell tacos, or even like a fast food, like a Taco John's Mexican restaurant or Taco Bell Mexican restaurant, if you go there and you order hard shell tacos, no, like tortilla uh, hard shell wrapped in a soft shell nothing like that if you just get straight hard shell tacos uh-huh. you're a serial killer you need wow. to see you need to admit yourself into a mental institution that's a strong strong accusation but, but anyways tacos on. yeah what's yours burritos okay as in like n- like not just regular crunchy wrap burrito but like the one that I just had at mm. one of these Mexican restaurants we just ate at like the burrito uh, Murray or the mm. burrito California, the one that is a ten, massive. It's ten inch tortilla, and it's stuffed with beans and beef and chicken and guacamole mm-hmm. and sour cream and lettuce and tomato and pico. The stuff that like it's as all soon in there. as yeah, as soon as you get done uh, eating, you gotta go to the bathroom. You loosen up, or at least loosen up the belt, or, yeah. or un- unzip and unbutton the pants. The, yeah, one of those. Yeah, that that burrito is the that is a natural stool softener. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Uh, quesadilla. Yes. Oh, Love a good quesadilla. Fry me up a nice... And it's that's light. That's mm-hmm. one thing. It's it's light on the stomach, for the most part. It is. Depends. Depends on they, how... they could stuff it thick. That's I've true. had a couple thick quesadillas in my life. Like double C? Mm-hmm. Thick? Couple, C, couple C's. Four couple or five. Yeah. yeah. But quesadillas. Yeah. Uh, you can also... I mean, you got the regular cheese and, uh, chicken, cheese, and rice. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, just side note. I know what you're about to say, yeah. Somebody... My brother the other day and it wasn't chicken cheese and rice it was shrimp cheese and rice and he referred to it as shrimp on the beach and i backhanded his ass i don't know where that that phrase came from but i also heard it and it was for the first time maybe a couple of years ago someone said i'll take chicken on the beach no and i was taken back i I clutched my pearls and then the the server walked (sighs) off and yeah yeah, i went (gasps) like what does that mean uh, and then I asked, I said, I inquired, what is chicken on the beach? Yeah. I, ex- I expected it to be some kind of fancy thing. And oh, it's just chicken, cheese, and rice. Yeah. No, it, I heard him say that the other day, and I it was just instinct. I didn't even really mean to. I didn't have time to think about it. It was just like immediate, just backhand across the face to the high cheekbone. Mm-hmm. And I just, shrimp on the beach or chicken on the beach makes me feel the way that the word moist makes some other people feel. Yeah, and, and I understand that. I can, I can relate to that. I think we could go ahead and say that if you order a chicken, cheese, and rice, or how, what, however you want to call it, you're basic. You are. I not, still go for it sometimes. You're not very adventurous. You 
are stuck in your own ways yeah. and you're not willing to get too spicy. I, yeah, and there there's some truth to that. However, I will, if I'm just wanting like a, a cheap dinner, I love the chicken, cheese, mm-hmm. and rice. Um, I, I will, I tell you what I will do just to change it up to keep it from just being chicken, cheese, and rice is I'll get an extra order of tortillas with it and I'll put the chicken, cheese, and rice on a tortilla. Sure. So then it's just kind of a plain small burrito. Mm-hmm. Or or the way that way that you do it could be a taco. Right. You know, yeah. It depends. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, I'll I'll counter with nachos. Um, there are, there's a variety. Chicken var- fajita nachos. Yeah. I different tell you, variation of nachos available in Mexican restaurants. I tell you the pro- I think the most basic form, outside of just getting a straight plate of chicken cheese and rice, is chicken fajita nachos. No vegetables, please. Yes. I agree. Put the vegetables I've, on the nachos. I've been there, though. I, I have done that before. Because you never know at Mexican restaurants that, you know, they put a lot of peppers in there and, and onions. And sometimes, I mean, they're too big of a, of a, of a piece of pepper. you got to cut out the pepper. Any sort of vegetable. No, if you it's, do it, eat it like a man. Mm, I, Get I'm dirty. Gonna go, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Put your that hands in there. Any sort of vegetable that's served alongside a main uh, entree food item should be small enough to where you can eat it without having to cut it up. That's just one of my things. Well, and here's the thing. I think that chicken fajita nachos with the vegetables can get messy. And that's where I say you go to a Mexican restaurant, don't eat like you're going to a steak dinner mm. kind of place. I yes. mean, this is, I mean, they these people eat with their hands. Uh, and by these people, I mean the people that go to Mexican restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um you got to be willing to get down and dirty. You got to, I mean, you get, you're going to get some stuff on your hands. Don't worry about uh-huh. that. You power through. You open that big suck hole of yours and you shovel that stuff down your gullet. Just throw it down there. That's right. Suck down a couple tacos. That's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Something Ooh. like that. Maybe not make that noise again is what your face just said to me. Uh, let's, let's, let's consider, we, we, we're going back and forth and we're getting through a lot of menu items. I think that we could maybe just go ahead and say that. There are a lot other, a lot of other ones that we can't discuss mm-hmm. in depth just, just for time's sake. Right. Um, one of my favorite things, though, about Mexican restaurants is the combination lunch or dinners that they do. That's so true. it's like the number one, the number six, the number ten. Um, you know, sometimes they name one that is named after the county or town or city that it's in. Yeah. So it could be like the San Antonio Special. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say the Philly Special because that's a football play. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it's a sandwich too. Yeah. So I was just thinking about that where you get a combination and anytime I get a combination dinner, I just look for the one that of course most of the time those are all similar prices. I look for the one that's going to give me the most bang for my buck because you might find find one that has like one taco, one burrito, uh one what are those things a tamale that's Tamale. what I was, Tamales yeah. are good mm-hmm. stuff. Hey, I don't ever get tamales when I'm out at Mexican restaurants, but Dangerous. I have a uh, woman that I go to church with is uh, of Latina des- descent. Is that the well, right way to I say I think that? if you said Latina, then that that just describes her. Uh, you could you could say she is she has a Hispanic uh, heritage, yes. or you could say a yes. Latino. So, I believe. Uh, and it was it makes well, me I was nervous. Kinda, I, yeah, I, I know. We're not I trying didn't, to offend anyone whatsoever. Right, 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 right. And I, I'm sorry. I forgive me because I didn't know how to go about saying that the correct way. Mm, that's okay. However, because what I'm about to say is a compliment. Uh, I was a little taken aback at first. A lot of times at church, for the serve team in the back, serve team central is what we refer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have 
like it, some of the women will bring breakfast sometimes. Sometimes it's not it's stuff that they've gone and bought and brought, and and sometimes it's stuff they make. The other morning, I get there and I walk back, and there's a there's a pan of tamales there, and I'm like, what? I'm very for confused. Yeah, and so I was very confused, and it's mm. not something that I would normally eat for breakfast. And so I walk out, come to find out it was this woman that made it. And I was like, okay, I got it. I ended up eating three of them. They were so good. And I didn't even have to, like, they had been sitting there a minute. They were probably room temperature. And they probably would have been even better had I, I had a chance to warm them up. Sure. They're so good. Was I it love a, a breakfast tamale? tamale or no, no. No, just like that. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's pork. I think it was pork. Mm-hmm. Uh, pork or maybe some form of, uh, form of beef. But either way, it was fantastic. I loved them. I, I just, in general, like the atmosphere of a Mexican restaurant. Um, you feel like you're getting a cultural experience, even though you're probably not. Uh, but I, I love the I love the authentic Mexican restaurants, where it's it, it'll be as authentic as it gets uh, in an American uh, setting. You know, you know what where I they're hate? playing the Mexican music, the you know the Hispanic music, right. and, and you just you just feel good while you're sitting in there, and you feel like you're you're getting an experience. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two things. Okay. First thing I hate, the second thing I love. Okay. The first thing that I hate about Mexican restaurants, and it has nothing to do with the restaurant, it has to do with the people that go there. It has to go with the Mexican restaurant goers. Mm-hmm. The people who try to order in Spain. Have you ever seen the, the meme where it's like the woman who just said gracias mm-hmm. uh, to her waitress or waiter? Yes. And it's like that big weird looking smile. I hate that. That's not you. You don't right. know Spanish unless you do very well. And then, by all means, if knock you yourself do. out. Yeah, go ahead. If you that are fluent great. in the Spanish language, knock yourself out. Uh, the other thing that I love about Mexican restaurants, mm-hmm. it's really the only place that I will get one if, I, if I'm going out to eat, margaritas. Mm. The margaritas at a Mexican restaurant. Wow. Man. Yeah, because I'm not going. I'm not going to Applebee's or going to a sports bar and ordering a margarita. Some middle-aged right. ladies will love to do that. They love their margaritas. Well, let, hold on. Let's leave Applebee's out of this. All right, Applebee's didn't do anything wrong. But uh, I understand what you're saying. There uh, are places Applebee's that, never done anything right. Okay. Well, I said to leave it out of this, and then you brought it back in and said something negative about Applebee's. I, I'm a I'm a casual, avid goer uh-huh. of, of an Applebee's. I, yeah. I don't have a membership card. It's or one anything. of my least favorite things about you. Yeah, I know. It's it's. Not a redeeming quality, that's for sure. But I was just saying to leave it out of this. But what you're saying is true. There are certain places that you would go for a certain drink, and the margarita at a Mexican restaurant. I'll go ahead and say it strong. Strong. They do it. They make it up the right way. They know what people are looking for. Mm-hmm. They got the plenty of salt, and it comes out in this big freaking half a fishbowl size. Yeah, glass. Or, or a pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get a pitcher. Are you a? Whew. Frozen or on the rocks margarita kind of guy. I like it on the rocks. On the rocks. Got to yeah. go on the rocks. I don't want to brain freeze because mm-hmm. I'm going to suck that thing down. Yes. Uh, I'm the exact same way. Uh, you put something in front of me, I'll suck it down as far as like drinks and food and things right. like that. Um, but I agree that a Mexican restaurant will have the the best margaritas in your town, most likely. Uh, More times that's, than that's, not. That's, a, that's a, a definitely a good thing that you said that because we needed to talk about uh, most, most Mexican restaurants have... You know, drinks available, mm-hmm. alcoholic beverages. That's right. Um, so now we're circling back to that story that we were talking about earlier, where the man went to the library, air quotations. Yes. Maybe on the way back to the house, he stopped by his Mexican restaurant that was in town and uh-huh. stopped for a couple of marks, maybe half price marks after nine, something like that. In which case, in that hypothetical situation, to save that man from any heartache or trouble or uh, disagreement mm-hmm. when he gets home, 
you bring that woman some margaritas mm. or you bring that woman some chicken and uh, chicken cheese and rice and then she might ask well honey why, i thought you were going to the library i did and then he'd be like, yeah, I, I did. But then I thought of you and I stopped by the Mexican restaurant. Called and, the nail on the way home. Yeah, and then she'd say, well, honey, it's it's cold. Like, if you picked it up on the way home, shouldn't it be kind of warm? And then, of course, she I'll starts to... complain. Yeah, he says, well, they must have cooked it and left it out. Like, he yeah. has to start covering his tracks. Anyways, to, to go away from the hypothetical again, I, I'm not sure what that relationship is in that hypothetical situation. It it's doesn't seem like there. it's good. No. It seems like the uh, husband is, of course, a deceit. borderline alcoholic. The wife uh, cares about him, but... They've slowly been kind of going yeah. separate directions. Uh, I would over say the years. just just taking a gamble, and I don't know, it's a hypothetical situation. But I would say they've probably been married closer to twenty five years. Mm-hmm. If just just going out on a limb, yeah, and it's a it's a skinny limb because mm-hmm. it's a hypothetical situation. And to bring the mood back up, right. not necessarily that that was get, bringing the mood back down. And I think people are going to be listening to this and saying, why are DJ and Quinn bringing up a hypothetical married couple that might be struggling with their marriage and one guy goes out and drinks and the wife stays at home and waits for him to get back? That's right. Why are we talking about that? I don't know. I can't tell you. But no. I can tell you that every Mexican restaurant that you go to has candy at the counter. And I don't know why, Yeah. but there is always candy available for purchase. And I'm going to go ahead and say, should all restaurants have that option? Of hey if if you know what if I want some laffy taffy uh-huh. after I just ate my dinner mm-hmm. that should be available to me I think so yeah. I think so absolutely it's like having a little uh, it's like the at your convenience store mm-hmm. uh, at the checkout they always have the stuff like the impulse buys there I think you gotta have the candy yeah. at the at the desk have, at, the, at the have counter. some uh, some double bubble bubble gum up there have, oh, that's have awesome. some. Uh, some mints, some mm-hmm. mint chocolate stuff. Oh, dude, the one that I just saw at all three of them that we just went to, um, the uh, peppermint patties. Mm. Oh, the a York peppermint York patty. Peppermint patties are to die for. And that's one of those things where you eat it after your meal. It's chocolate, but it's minty, so it feels like it's refreshing your breath. That's right. So you can lie to yourself and that's say, right. I need to eat four to five of these mm-hmm. to make sure that my breath smells better. Mm-hmm. And they always sell them for a quarter. Yes, a quarter. You can't afford not to buy it. No. And, and the thing with Mexican restaurants is... It's a little expensive sometimes. Can be. Uh, depends on what you're getting. Right. And you pay for it twice. And we've used that term oh, before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you pay for it there at the restaurant, then you pay for it, uh, you know, in, in the closest bathroom that you can you can rush to afterwards. That's right. So, you know, to just have a little bit of candy to ease that transition, uh, and, and to say, Well, I just spent thirty dollars mm-hmm. on something that I probably could have made at home for five, but I do get a piece of laffy taffy. That's right. And I think that treat that, yourself. And and, you know, I, I would love to keep going and talking about this, but I do feel like we just kind of went through the whole process, and it feels like we just paid for, you know, our meal, and we signed the receipt, and now we're walking out with a couple a couple peppermint patties. Yeah. And my and breath... another bill to pay. Yeah. My breath is feeling fresh, uh, but like you said, we've got some some things to take care of. Uh, and this is actually, this is metaphorically and in, in actual reality. Uh, I do we have, have to, to take a poop. I have to go to the bathroom as fast as as fast as I can. Like yeah. we need to wrap this up. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pig. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. 
and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.